what episode is it? 29. Do you want me to intro it? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't you haven't intro'd in ages. I'm yeah. always someone who's introing, and I'm always okay, like, I'm Aquaman. Oh, fucking Aquaman, man. <laughs> okay. Jason Momoa. Jason. Jason. <laughs> Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 30th episode. No, of the, 29. To the 29th episode of the Outer Game you Podcast. You should have been intro I should have been, I know. It's episode 29 of the Outer Game Podcast. As you can guess from the name, this is a podcast about gaming, games, the culture therein, and everything near enough that we can justify talking about and, it. And this is the 10th episode anniversary of the best episode of the Outer Game Podcast, which is... A Day in the Life of a Games Journalist, my one-man show. Oh, it's ten episodes since. Okay, yeah. I see what you mean. Well, maybe we celebrate the best podcast ever in a year, as one traditionally would with an anniversary. Yeah, you but, think? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll but just yeah, do another, like, one-man show. Um, but this time, I'll just have, like, animated voices doing everyone else. Yeah, I mean, I... I, <laughs> oh, you're I don't know what the... Yeah, well, uh, uh, did you ever have those, like, Fuzby teddy bears? No. Oh, you know, like the teddy bears where they had like a, a, you could press on the paw of the teddy bear and then he'd be like, hey, my name's Fuzby. That sounds Australian. (laughs) That's what, yeah. And you could like program it to say anything because it just had a microphone in the teddy bear and you could just press record and just record a bunch of things. So you could get the fucking teddy bear to just yell out like, fuck. Jeez, yeah. (laughs) Well, if you, yeah. Well, hopefully you wouldn't do that if it was a toy or a present. But either which way, here we are again. Um, we're going to be focusing a lot on TV shows today uh, and films. So it is it is a gaming podcast, but there's just a lot of interesting... Oh, we love, we love to dabble in the pop culture. Hi, I'm Ferris, by the way. Oh, yeah, no, no, I didn't not, even introduce you. No I was just speaking to Evan. Me. I know, sorry. Well, he's what, still working usual, on his laptop. If you're listening so to oh, by not. episode 29 <laughs> still, I, you know, you can presume... Hey, oh, Paris Paris hey our stats for last episode pretty good. Just saying. People are listening. Yeah, a lot of my friends actually uh, messaged me. I sent uh, a message to Faris. They liked uh, both of your takes, in fact, on Elden Ring because a few of them are playing it now. Although, maybe as a point to start with, actually, Faris. Yes. You were saying that you have some complaints with Elden Ring now. Uh, uh, so, yeah, um, I played a lot of Elden Ring again this weekend, uh, um, which is what, I'm, what I chose to spend my life doing and um, I had a really great time again on Saturday because the game kept doing the thing it's doing which is to constantly surprise me constantly amaze me constantly offer me new unique things that I absolutely loved but then you realize that all of those new unique things are another brutally difficult enemy that just kicks your ass Oh, oh no! I'm I'm doing great, man. <laughs> I, I'm shooting comets. I have a magic katana that shoots lasers. I'm, oh, that's I'm, pretty cool. I'm doing fine. You can't help yourself but gush over this game. That's you said you had some criticism. That's what I set you up for. You well, I had another fantastic day playing the game. <laughs> it was amazing. I was literally lying in bed and playing it on my laptop. It was so good. But then Saturday evening, I played again. I did something else in the afternoon. I don't remember what it was. But then um, I played it again. And for the first time, I, I didn't have an amazing time. But that was that was after around like 65 hours of playing it. Uh, and I came into an area that I was very much looking forward to. Uh, because I heard a lot about it in, in the game, actually, and also on the internet. A lot of people talking about it. And then it was pretty small. It looked very similar to the first area. And, and this is a fairly late game area. 
um, even though it is it is prettier. And uh, I was massively overleveled for it because I, I did uh, so much other content before that uh, I, I I completely surpassed the uh, you know the soft cap in Dark Souls games. I was like in this area. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, the the enemies are gonna do so much damage, and I'm gonna do so much damage to them. I completely busted that open. Like I was so ridiculously overleveled. I one-handed everything, including some bosses. So your complaint is similar to a child that breaks their own toy and is then upset. Uh, that is not my major complaint. <laughs> it was a bit annoying. I kind of got used. To, I, it was kind of fine because uh, that kind of leveled itself out. It was okay. It's uh, some, and I got used to it. It was fine. But uh, in that area, in the rounded area, uh, like within like two hours, ish. I almost exclusively found recycled content, and oh, okay. that's a thing they do in this game, which uh, uh, pops up more now that I'm coming closer and closer to the end game, uh, where throughout the game you will re see some bosses especially reused, and you have like, I would say four different types of dungeons, four or five, that have, uh, uh, so you have like catacombs, you have caves, you have graves. And in that category, they all have the exact same like vibe and texture. The the, the design of the levels is different, and that keeps it fun because they're like little puzzles. But uh, some of those I found weren't as exciting as some others that I've seen earlier in the game. And then there were bosses that I fought two or three times before okay. already. So it's like going like, through oh, the patchwork okay. of assets you've seen before. Yes, and it, and, yeah. and it was kind of. Uh, I got, I felt a bit burned out. I was then riding through this area and it was like really empty and I haven't spoken to NPCs for a while. I fought the fucking cat thing again for the fourth time at this point. So you're getting a little bit of burnout. Do you think that yeah. is maybe, um, maybe your fault for playing hours every day? No, since no because then, John, <laughs> I played again on Sunday. I went to a different area and had an amazing time again. Okay, so it was immediately remedied the next day. Yes, but I would say, and, and this echoes something that I've heard, that um, parts of the late game aren't quite as polished, and uh, there's maybe a little bit too much of this game. And okay. I've, the thing is, I, I, I happily did everything in this game for like 60 hours, and then it kept kind of grinding me. It's like, okay, did you really need to do this now? Did you really have to put another cave in here that is very similar to the previous cave and has the same boss again? It's like, it's not awful, but it, it did lower... I, that's the least fun I had with the game for like an hour or two. Yeah. And then it got it got slightly better, but it's... it's um, it's kind of the problem with the open design of the game because you can go anywhere at any point yeah. and you can kind of sort of sequence break it even though I didn't feel like I was doing that it felt like completely fine until I came to this area and it was like okay I'm I uh, 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 like I'm just one hitting everything I'm just seeing the same things it's it's like really off for the general quality of this game but it's 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 not like god awful it was just at a slight downer for like one evening and then I was thinking I should maybe actually take a bit of a break yeah. just to, to savor the last bit of this game because I have like around I would guess like 40 hours left and I was like I want to feel that amazement again do and, you think yeah. it could be just as good if it was because I'm assuming there's a new game plus yeah, yeah. so Which would I'm, you think it would be just as good if it was maybe 
10 or 20% smaller and just felt a little bit less bloated towards the end. Because mm. in pre- any previous From Software game, there isn't that problem. You know, everything's new because they don't need to make a lot. They're not trying to do anything hugely ambitious in terms of size of worlds. So do you think maybe they bit off a bit more than they could chew? Or maybe that's the wrong way to phrase it, but. Um, maybe a little bit. Uh, the, the, I think that will decide with. Um, what I'm planning to do next, I'm, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but I'm planning to go to a specific area, which is more structured like the rest of the game. I unlocked the very the thing where you're supposed to go last, the, like the Anolondo of this game, basically. Mm. But I'm, I don't want to go there. I want to go to the next normal area. And if it has, again, that fucking cat dude again, or like one of the bosses I fought, I'd be like, okay, this is now getting a bit too much. Like, I could see that repetition becoming m- more... Uh, an actually sort of significant problem. Okay. And I do think the thing is that they 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 take a lot of space, like, and they need that space for the gameplay, for the for for the discovery, which worked so wonderfully for most of the game. I think it's just it is a bit maybe they did by the a bit uh, too much here because it feels like they didn't fully land this balance at least in this one specific area. I feel like it wasn't as good as 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 the others. And that is a bit of a shame. It's not like ruining my experience, but it was a bit of a bummer because like, I'm not really having fun right now. Yeah. And I have had a lot of fun for 65 hours and now I'm not. And it's like, uh, I'm, am I, am I going to, is my Elden Ring honeymoon over? Is this, is this shitty part of the game now? Not quite. It's, I still have wonderful things afterwards, but it was it was, it was was my first kind of downer moment. With I it. mean, yeah, that's I think that's understandable, you know, and nothing's going to be perfect. I think that's more than valuable enough for most consumers. 65 hours of great gaming content it was, is yeah. Yeah, I mean, even more than it, most games I can ever Even if of. it fizzles out at the end and it turns out that the end of the game is shit or something, does it really matter at this point? Not really. And it's unlikely that that's going to happen as well. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, John... Oh. We've we've talked about Elden Ring exhaustively on two episodes now. I'm sorry. Uh, that's perfectly okay. It's a great game. Have you game. been playing anything this week? Oh, thank you very much. Um, have I been playing it this much? Not a lot, actually. I haven't been playing as much normal. Um, watched, uh, I've been watching a, a lot of the CDL recently. It's been like a good story of London doing well and... EU are traditionally just not as good as Asia or America in, in esports. Yeah, it's yeah. just we have to get used to being kind of <laughs> shitty and like nobody, but we have like an amazing London team right now and it's just great to follow them. So I've largely been watching that and then playing a little bit of Apex, a little bit of Warzone, and then how, have I played anything else? How's Apex going? I didn't um, know you were playing it. Yeah, I started do playing you like it. it. Yeah, I do. I like the arena more than the Battle Royale because I just prefer Warzone's Battle Royale by quite a bit because it's got a cartoony style. And I don't, I don't dislike that, but I definitely have a bias, or in shooters at least, for a more realistic style. Sure. But the arena mode brings in a really good kind of... Um, it's basically like a deathmatch, right? Yeah, but it's got the kind of CSGO, Valorant thing of mm. econ-based rounds and um. having, you know, starting with a pistol, get points, get better weapons, and then, yeah, win that way. So that's really exciting, and I've always enjoyed modes like that yeah. a lot. Um, so I definitely, as I said, I prefer that to the Battle Royale. And it, it being only 60 players in a lobby means, yes, you're more likely to win, but I, it hasn't given me that heart-pounding, like, final 10, final 5 feeling that Warzone does. But I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying it quite a lot. I've been enjoying Arena. Um, 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's I don't know. Uh, I Along with to... the cartooniness, the unrealism can be fun sometimes. I need to jump back into it. I literally only played it um, when it came out, like on on release day. Yeah. For like a month or so, and I really really liked it. But I mean, that was like almost three years ago at this point. And yeah. I I, I haven't played the battle in a while, and uh, one of our colleagues really wanted us yeah. to get into it. Yeah. And I had had a I had a download it, but I just didn't get to play it yet but no I, it's I'd the kind of to. one that you definitely want people to play it with it would be a, a quite arduous grind by yourself I think yeah I only played it on my own and it, it, it was definitely less fun yeah yeah cool. but no apart from that I haven't played I don't More think I've hammer? played anything else no I haven't mm. played much at all I'm desperately trying to rack my brains now I might have like opened Minecraft once but just for the vibes. Just for the yeah. vibes. Just for visiting someone else's big project. Like, That's you know, so funny, oh, have a look at my yeah. Stargate SG-1 or something like that. Yeah. I've never built anything good myself. The best thing I've ever built is like a shitty house out of mud that was like quite big. <laughs> <laughs> and and then you notice one guy's like, oh, yeah, I, I built a functioning time-traveling machine. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> or I have a working railway system. <laughs> yeah. I have I a petrol mobile yeah, I, I solved the energy crisis in Minecraft. Yeah, so I can now map this into yeah. But um, but let me turn the question to Evan. Have you played anything exciting or good this week? I flew or anything from Abu Dhabi all the way to Munich. Oh wow, that's a, what a good how, six how hour flight go? in the simulator. Yeah, yeah, it was no, great. Right. It was great. I um, I you know I've a three thirty Neo because you got to go with the Airbus. Okay. I'm talking about Microsoft Simulator, uh, okay, Flight okay. Simulator, by the way. Is that like the orthodoxy viewpoint? You go for the Airbus or you're a loser kind of thing? It, it, from my perspective, yeah. I mean, like, you know, the I could go on about how shit Boeing is. I, the 777s are pretty awesome. Okay. But okay. I'm, an, I'm an Airbus guy through and through. They're fucking sexy airplanes. Okay. And, and, and the, the A330neo in... Um, well, I don't think it's a neo, but anyway. Um, the A330 is great, great to fly in flight simulator and um, yeah took it off from Abu Dhabi good conditions popped good it up weather. to 39.5 so 39,500 feet yeah, yeah oh we know the yeah. Lego we know the Lego yeah, yeah. and um, just popped it into autopilot sat back and you know had just increased it out just like <laughs> literally had my Xbox running for 7 hours <laughs> Low tub. <laughs> it was a bit of turbulence. I mean, it was real time, uh, real time weather, and there was a storm. Oh wow! So, really? Um, that's quite. That's quite impressive. Real time. Oh yeah, it's, it's a really cool game. Cool, bro. It's we're, a really we're, fucking cool game. We're, we're yeah. I don't know. I, I respect like the technical. No, I mean, like they literally the like they, if you if you wanted to download the entire game because you can't download the entire game, it you have to stream it. Because if you did download the entire game, Would you download the Earth? data <laughs> is almost two um, like, terabytes. Te- no, no, not terabytes. The next one, ter- teraflop or whatever the fuck it's called. No, that's <laughs> the, ne- <laughs> the next level up. Yeah. Um, the the wow. big one. It's fucking massive because they literally have mapped from Bing Maps. The world is Bing Maps. Everything. A all petabyte. The, pe- two petabytes of data. Um, wow. And then you're also streaming real-time flying conditions, real-time uh, real-time ATC, That's so amazing. other aircraft are the same as what's in the real world. Yeah. So you actually do need to pay a bit of attention to the ATC in this game, or you will crash into oh, other wow. airplanes. So when the guy's like, hey, can you please descend to 36,000? You're like, okay, I've got to descend because there's probably another fucking plane. <laughs> and, you did, and you did this for six hours, you say? Yeah, yeah. 
And that's why you're sleeping on Faris's couch? <laughs> well, no, I I, I, <laughs> I, I... I hung out with people. I, I had it running. Okay. I went to okay. the pub at one point. And it was, yeah. Okay, nice. So your partner hasn't just become a member of the cabin crew. Yeah, <laughs> no. I think she, have you ever seen Breaking when, Bad? The couple of times I have played it with, uh, with my partner around, she's, she's found it very annoying just having the constant sound of an aircraft <laughs> reverberating. <laughs> As she's trying to enjoy her Saturday yeah. morning with a nice <laughs> coffee. Do, do you have like There's some uh, American voice going? Please descend to three thousand. Do you have like? Uh, I don't think I don't think this game has it. But what I always loved about the truck simulator games that you had that you had like actual internet radio. Like you could you could use real internet radio. Oh really? In the game while while oh, that's driving truck. Yeah, That'd no, be no. great for playing like in GTA. They don't, have that, like, the real... they don't have that in planes. No, I don't give a shit. No, but Microsoft Simulator is trying to be as realistic as possible. You don't think the aeroplane, the person out there on EasyJet is just flicking through <laughs> and finding a good channel? Ah, uh, not again. Not Bon Jovi yeah, again. Evan's got to have his ATC in his head. No, but like, surely you get bored. No, no, but I mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> if, you play, if you play online properly, I'm not... Uh, this weekend I wasn't playing online just because I didn't really feel like engaging with other human beings. Um, but legit, you could, there are so many roles that you can do in this game. You can literally be a co-pilot if you want to. Um, and you can how, literally be a techie at the back, like how looking at the... small-minded you need to be to choose to be a co-pilot? That's like being an NPC no, but the, in but, someone else's game. But the really game. cool that's, thing that's the least is that you can work as the ATC controller. That just seems like such needless stress. I like the idea of going home from your work job, they're just getting on the ATC towers and running Gatwick for a six hour for a grueling <laughs> shift. Putting on the vest. Yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah, you could be one of those guys with the lights <laughs> on the runway. Yeah, you have to link up to like an old Xbox Connect. Yeah. Now, that that is a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I have Phil Spencer on the line. I'm well, getting, I'm getting very DLC good at this game, though. Imagine and being a passport the, checker. The only, thing, the only thing I'll say is that it is very fiddly to do taxiing in this game because you've got to set all of the engines to exactly the right parameters or suddenly you'll be just like on the taxi lane at the back of a like line of other airplanes that are trying to take off and then you will have set the, the wrong buttons and you put the throttle a little bit forward and suddenly you'll be like spinning and sp- like sprinting forward. You'll go colliding <laughs> into Terminal 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The but largest yeah, that's, human that's tragedy much all that I really had time for this week. I played a little bit of Halo at one point. Great game. I don't really have anything to add. There's, I also played a couple of those new game modes. They're, they're also... They're fun. They're fun. Well, they're fine. Uh, they're variations of Tactical Slayer. Yeah. So for it's Tactical Slayer, just BR and Just pistols. BR, no shield. No, no, just BR, no shield, no minimap. Okay. And uh, you have now variants with just Manglers, which are a new weapon, I think. I love super the fun. Super fun. It's a great, I don't it's like a great it. gun. So. I don't like it in yeah. normal gameplay. Um, Not even I, in the campaign. I love it in the campaign. I love one shot. I like it grunts. in the campaign. And the, and the special mangler is really yeah. good. Uh, and there's a variant with sidekick pistol, which I hate. I hated that. I I, I thought that was awful. Mm. I had an awful time. But the mangler was was great. I really enjoyed playing that. But we we had a brief conversation before. I think I need what 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 three for three needs to do to get me back into Halo um, is just make uh, uh, just put in filters for quick play. 
Because I would love to just jump into Quipa, ignore those fucking challenges, and just play the game and have fun. But I do not want to play one flag on launch site. Like, that sounds like an awful I also I'll think always it, quit. It would also be nice if you and could say, I don't want to play on these particular maps. Or yeah. I really feel like playing... I don't know, I swear. Behemoth or something, yeah, yeah. and just set it like I want to play Behemoth, and yeah. then they'll just find you a, a server which is playing. Oh, instead of this Russian roulette bullshit. Used to be common, but I haven't seen in years. It's just like map voting. It's like you like even if you don't get to choose exactly what you want, a choice between two in the lobby, and you get a vote, but at least mean you normally get the better pick. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I always used to love games that had like, that. Actually, I I I love this game, and I think I will continue really to play good. it. And I don't really play multiplayer games all that often. Um, but I really love this game, and I'm going to continue to play it. Um, but honestly, like, if I have to play on that fucking... I don't even know what it's called, but that that generic indoor map with the grey-blue walls and the... You know, Aquarius. Like, Aquarius. It's not it, a new it's, one. it's not a bad map. It's just... I don't always want to play that map. I don't remember that. Is that is that no. new? No, no. There I don't remember that maps. from the starting turn. Was it just, a, no was maps, it just not so very far. memorable? No, it's yeah. not very memorable and it's not very good. Right, yeah, it, I mean, it's not terrible, but no. it's also just not good. No, it's okay, but there's there's much better maps. And when there's, there's one map that I genuinely hate, which is Launch Site, which is this yeah. huge ass... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, no, know, I don't like that either. or something with like a rocket in the middle. And it, it feels like a map that's that's way too big for four v four. Sounds like Battlefield. And it's um, it's not that big, but it's it's it's. I think the biggest. It feels like the biggest four v four map. And it, you either just you just run around aimlessly for like half a minute, yeah. don't see anyone, then you get sniped. It is like Battlefield. Yeah. And you get sniped <laughs> in the head. And it's like I hate this. And every fucking time I want to play this game, in one of the first two or three matches, I get I get that reliably map. comes up every so time. I get that with the last if of us online. I, I promise now, if I play quick play, I go home, I want to play around the Halo, I press on quick play, and I have to play fucking capture the flag on this fucking map, I will delete Also, I'm just game. not a fan of capture the flag in general. No, it's not I a great game mode. I, it's I, such I a game don't, mode from 2008, it. and yeah. it was great in 2008. Oh, no. 2000. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. It's just not... You played it in Unreal Tournament. Yeah. It's not yeah. competitive, but I quite like the mode. No. I've never disliked Capture. I like it. I oh like it in a party environment when you're yeah. like hanging out with mates online or like in like split screen. Yeah. Some of those original Halos and stuff. That that's good. But when you're just playing by yourself in multiplayer and you're not working as a team, because I don't want to talk to random fucking people no. online. When you when you don't play it, because it's not competitive really, and when you get into randoms online, it's usually most people treat it like Slayer. At least if I remember. It from previous Halo games, and then it only is won by some random guy getting into a warthog at the right time at the right moment and scoring a point while everyone else is distracted. Yeah. It's not yeah, really yeah. like a team game. Yeah. Exactly. Do they have uh, the zombies yet? I remember brains no. as a no. mode. No, 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 well, great. right, let's get some news. <laughs> It's time for your daily dose of John News. Guys, first bit of news. Bong! God of War is going to have a live-action TV series, yeah, as maybe. reported on by our own Evan Williams hey. previously this week. Okay, so here's the deal. Hit me. Here's the deal. So, Lord of the Rings is getting a TV show. Halo's getting a TV show. Lots of games are getting a TV show. I mean, obviously, Lord of the Rings isn't strictly a game that's getting a TV but, show. But, you know, this, this kind of shit is getting a TV show. Yeah. Um, this... 
along with Lord of the Rings, I think could be really good if it's done right. So the deal exactly. is that um, so that it's not set in stone. It's all based on leaks. But a pretty reliable leaker has said that Sony Interactive Entertainment, well, probably I assume that the the film side of Sony, because obviously Sony as a whole owns the franchise, and I imagine that Sony Entertainment um, is the people that are liaising currently with um, Amazon to produce an Amazon Prime video series based on God of War, which means Kratos. Um, and Atreus, and I, I imagine if they do this, they'll kind of go down more of the route of the God of War twenty eighteen style. I don't; they might not follow the story itself, but that kind of more gritty style. Because if they do that kind of like classic God of War, like I'm just a really arrogant young dude who's just having sex with tons and tons of angels, and. Um, <laughs> And, 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 and ripping people's faces off that's yeah, for no particular reason um, no I think they would retell God of War 2018 because it doesn't it, really matter it, it, it has to be something the previous like story doesn't really matter I mean I, I don't know if they'll just retell that story but it will definitely be more inspired and based on that game rather than yeah i think they'll need to work in just more of a lived in world though god of war is quite an empty world the only characters are these huge figures you need to just have more padding you need to have villages and small people well the original the original games have um i mean like i know that you guys are gonna laugh but ascension actually has that kind of stuff they have more uh lived in areas that you actually visit um, so I think that if they take the tone Ghost of, Sparta of the well. most recent yeah Ghost of Sparta as well if they take the tone of the most recent God of War but maybe keep it in ancient Greece rather than in um, I think they're going to do that bro then they could potentially do that I mean unless they go for the whole like we're in Asgard or something like this I just don't think don't that know. works in a TV or, Especially or since he's a Greek or film God for, well. for most people I think that the problem with this game could very much, this uh, TV show could very much be the same problem that I fear with the Halo show, which is that it's going to be a show for people who love the games. And that's not necessarily going to mean that it's a good show. Yeah. Um, like, I, I think it's the same, it's the same problem with Halo in that, like, you have this kind of uncanny valley thing in Halo where they're going to have these big covenant alien creatures. Um, and like all of us gamers will be like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. But anybody who just wants to chill and watch a cool new sci-fi show will probably look at those alien creatures and go, like, unless they're really good CGI. And they won't. They won't have the budget. I and mean, they won't, exactly. Yeah. Even in the trailer, you look at them and you're like, they were pretty good, but they weren't like good, good. They were kind of weird. Yeah. You know? Um I think that they need to go for more of, especially with the God of War ones, if they do do this, then they need to go for more of the Peter Jackson in the original Lord of the Rings trilogy vibe, where he, they're actually using prosthetics, they're yeah. actually using uh, real effects, um, like original Star Wars also did the same thing, and not have it like The Hobbit or the prequel trilogy of Star Wars, and where yeah. it was just everything was CGI. The entire I think that thing is was filmed in CGI studio. I, I think so as well. That's why I'm worried. Yeah. Maybe but, they could do something like The Witcher. I saw I saw like a behind the scenes video where they do a mixture. But I think The Witcher's world works better for that with God of War because it is more high fantasy in a way. It'd be. It would at least yeah, be I mean, more expensive for them to do yeah. it like that. You know, you might remember they do. She said yeah, but also expensive. the thing about The Witcher is the things that work about it are the interactions between the people and fights that he has with other people. Yeah. When you, whenever you get those like 
weird monsters, especially in the first season. Um, yeah, it always season. looks kind of weird because yeah. the budget isn't there for it. You just want like an old pub and a cheap slag putting a coin to our witcher kind of thing. That's yeah. like the good scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could go on so many tangents. Um, you like old slags? No, but <laughs> sorry, Faris. What? Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, do you know what a slag is? I think I do, but I don't want to think about it now. You know when Jaskier comes back up in season two? Horrible. They should have killed him. Who? The uh, Witcher season two, the, the bard, Jaskier. Okay, oh, we should have done a yeah. spoiler alert. Maybe edit in a spoiler alert? No, no, no that's that, not a spoiler because no, no, it's in the trailer. No, uh, he, he's, mm. he's, he's, he's back in the show. He just oh, okay, so he's he, not dead. No, no I no, said no. they should kill him because oh, he's so I thought annoying. Said he's, yeah, okay, he's terrible. Sorry, in the terrible. games and in the books, he's an amazing character. In the show, he's not. Anyway, but God of War. So, the sure thing about in. the God of War thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about, because I also did an article on this, and I chose five actors that I think would be really, really cool to play oh, yeah. Kratos. Um, some of them are more joking um, suggestions, but let's go through the five. Uh, just very, very quickly, I'm just going to read them out to you if you have the list for me. I do. Um, and then I want you guys to like agree or disagree with each of them, and then we'll just have a very very quick like five minute conversation, no longer about like who you should replace with who and blah 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 blah. Okay. So, counting down from five, Jake Gyllenhaal. No, nope. <laughs> too young. <laughs> okay, too weird. But my argument for this is that if they did it based more on the original games, where he's very very young. It's, no. he, but they like, won't. You, no, but just listen, just listen, one. just okay, listen. Okay. Is there any actor who screams, I'm an arrogant fuckwit more than Jake Gyllenhaal? Benedict Cumberbatch. Agreed, but... <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal, could, if he no. was younger... No. no, no, Jake Gyllenhaal suits being uh, bald as well. And in like, something like Southport, he shows he can acquire no. muscle mass quickly. He's not a bad shout. I just think the show, they will try and do an older Kratos. That's my I, one concern. I, I, I agree with you completely I on that. I disagree with yeah. the bald yeah. thing. Yeah. I can't imagine him with other... He looks uh, fine with it, honestly. He looks quite good with that. Okay. But, uh, John having some insight info here. Option yeah. four. Option four. <laughs> and I, I know you laughed because you... you you read over it for me before you yeah. got it published. I think I did too. Um, oh, yeah. And the fourth one, I think, is <laughs> fucking perfect. It's just because of the beard. Mel Gibson. No. Okay, the Asian yet again, semi Yet again, <laughs> actually. Old bloke, kind of evil in real life as well. Big puffy beard at the moment. Have you seen him in Fat Man? Have you seen that film? I haven't. If you, if you haven't seen that film... I would very much recommend it. Smoke a dr- joint, get very drunk, and watch this okay. movie. Because it's called Fat Man, so I would assume it's that kind of comedy. It, it, no, <laughs> it is. He, he is Santa Claus, but it's a Mel Gibson movie, so he's pissed off some dude who he gave like a bad present to a couple of years ago and now the guy really hates him and is like trying to murder him so like the whole film is just like blood and gore but he is Santa Claus it's fantastically so terrible as long as you know what you're getting in it for. is a terrible movie but it is amazing so many opportunities time. for really awful jokes there yeah yeah there were a few <laughs> if Matt Gibson uh, uh, well first off I should say I don't want him to, to get roles anymore because he's an awful man. Oh, I, agreed. I'm not saying that I think he should get this role. No, no I think no. that he would be kind of funny as this role. Let's say in the theoretical universe where he's not a racist. 
um, and a bigot of other sorts. If he can get jacked, then yes. He's like not the worst pick. No. no. If he, as, uh, Faris, you've, put, you've hit the nail on the head. If he can get jacked... Or if they can CGI as well. He's, yes. he's not a bad yeah. pick. Thank I think you. the voice Thank would be you. grinding. But what's your next one? <laughs> what's your number three? <laughs> now, this one, this one is a bit of a joke. A bit. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. Okay, okay. Can we just move on? This is the first of our Yeah, and you know there. what? David Hasselhoff could only do the... Kratos is a kind of... I won't say quite anti-hero, but there's meant to be a menacing, grittier, scary side that Hasselhoff could never achieve. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just, yes, think that, I, I just thought it was a funny option. Yeah, now, this funny. one is actually a bit more serious mm. because um, interesting. Mark Ruffalo... This is the serious one. My, no, I mean, and the final one as well. But Mark Ruffalo, he's shown that he can be a great action star, which is basically what this movie will end up being. But he's not the hog. Like, he's, he's, he's like when he isn't big and green. That's what he does. He's cheap and cheerful, and he's too nice. He's too rom-com. He's too friendly. He's, he's too playing with a dog and kids in a, in a no, yeah, but, but he's got a Atreus. You got to understand, he's going to be the best dad to Atreus because he's going to be not this fucking asshole. Which is if you want to lean on it being a kind of Kratos that's nice to his son, maybe I, I, he. I works. really want yeah. this to have be based the game. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> I just, I just think he he's not he's unlike firm... the others. He's too clean. He's too round faced. Nice, and nice, chubby, cute, chubby, and nice to everyone. A nice, chubby man who's weird about trans people. Like that's Mark Ruffalo. It's this Mark Ruffalo. Is he weird about trans yeah, people? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it does, it did some weird things. I think everybody. I think there are just so Did or many. Sad. Uh, sad. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, there are just so many people at the he, moment who are yeah. like that. You just lose track. And, uh, if producing yeah, I thought Mark Ruffalo is the kind of guy there that would be pretty like a one since day one. Just say what no. people want me to say. Like, I didn't think he yeah, would say right? something no, controversial. It, it, it was pretty controversial. It, it's not like... I would no, I believe you, Faris. I'm not just surprised. But it's like, just a bit confusing. Just I, I would have thought that more from, like, Danny Jr. or something. You or know Mel what I mean? Gibson. Or Mel Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but final option. I bet Mel Gibson's but, got some horrendous views oh, on the trans community. Oh, for sure. I don't <laughs> want to ask him that. No one should ask him. <laughs> Never ask him about indigenous Australians. <laughs> okay. Um, the final option. Interesting. Nick Offerman. I fucking love this no, option. It, and it's also a bit of a meme because it is actually a meme about this particular topic right now. Because he posts so, a picture of himself, right? Where yeah. he is spoiled. Is that in here? No. I chose that because it isn't the picture that he posted of so himself. So actually, though, actually, in that, uh, when he is, because we all know him, or I know him, I think a lot Parks of people right. know him as Parks and Rec, the comedy role. But that picture, oh, again, it's an audio medium, so it doesn't matter. But we just saw a picture of him uh, that Farris showed to us both without hair and with a beard. He and he look looks good. a lot more serious, a lot more menacing. He has the kind of grit that you'd want to have Kratos. And actually, Farris has just brought up a side-by-side -side there. He looks fantastic, yeah. at least physically, for the role. If yeah, I, get, I, I think actually that's a if he well can get done. Jack, and one. you know, if this if this becomes a reality, you know what I want in the very very first episode. I want at least half of the episode just him standing by a tree, explaining in the most Nick Offerman way possible exactly how he's going to cut down the tree. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Yeah. <laughs> doing he that like, like sits down and looks into the camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so listen to me. <laughs> Takes off his glasses. Yeah. A goddamn government. 
Okay, so, I do you have do any replacements for ones that you don't like? I think, okay, because we need to wrap this up, I'm going to sure. fast track this. I think it's going to be one of two things. Some really jack dude we never heard of, or Alexander Skarsgård, who is a, a jacked dude in every film now. Yeah, then, I, I, oh, I, I like sake. that Nick Offerman. No. Cool, honestly. I don't like that. I don't like it because he's not this kind of... Yeah, no. No, no but it's... in. Must There's be kind his... of a pretty boyness there, isn't there? Exactly. That you would get with Kratos. Exactly. Yes, but it's going to be him. It's this... Because he's the go-to Jack guy. <laughs> he is, he is, actually. <laughs> so... I don't know who he is, but I've seen him in tons of stuff. He's like, so this is from the Northman. <laughs> sure. Oh, you know what they would do? They would just be really A1 since day one, unoriginal. The Rock to play Kratos oh. in God of War. That's what it would be. Yeah. And that's get the, Atreus to be played that, that, by uh, that's Ziggy, the, that's Kevin Hart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst idea I've ever heard. So yeah, they're going to do that probably. Someone's that would be almost as bad as like Seinfeld's or thing. No, no. What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> no, the... This the show's gonna be a huge success, and that's gonna be the SNL sketch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Rock and Kevin Hart as Kratos and Atreus. Well, I think we found our. Uh, I think we found the way to save the show. A dream couple. Paris. <laughs> All right. Next. Next topic. Next bit of news. Oh. Bong. Bef- uh, never mind. Yes. Next bit of news. <laughs> I wanted to continue that topic, but we really. This is a liquid. Yeah. This is episode. a topic that we could easily talk about for a long time. So let's just move swiftly on. Because um, we will talk about it for twenty minutes if we don't. Yeah. Let's be real. Disney released the trailer for. A show we're all very excited for, I'm sure. Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's coming. It's happening. Na, they teased na, it before. Na, 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 na. Will there only be one Kenobi <laughs> in this show? Only one. You mean Obi-Wan. <laughs> um, it does look. Do you know what? You, it's only a minute and 30 like seconds. It. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you're kind of tuned into the kind of nerdy world. I'm sure you will have seen this or someone will have sent it to you and you're, you mean to watch it. Um, it's a minute 30, so we can't fully judge the show off this, but I will say maybe even more than... No, actually not more so, but it looks like they're committing to this with just as much budget as they did with The Mandalorian and with Boba. So that much alone gives you hope. And Ewan McGregor's in it, so he can't have come cheap either. Um, well, I forgot his name for a second, and I was kind of going, is it Jude Law or is it... Great, great. That would have been a classic, um, that would be like rom-com Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> I'm always in the cantina. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why, but something something about um, the look of it rubbed me the wrong way. I think it's a bit too CGI. They're trying to, yeah, so whereas the Mandalorian was set on a poor world and they were doing, they basically just, they didn't need much to make uh, a set. In this one, we're going to go to some of the more futuristic worlds that might remind you of places we saw in the second and third film that are like the capitals of the Republic. And so because of that, they just have to rely on CGI, you know, because obviously they're not going to have, and and obviously they don't have the budget to make it look as good as, um, what's not the best? sci-fi modern world it's probably um thingy 2049 right yeah yeah blade runner right but they don't have obviously it's a tv series they don't want to quite bring that much so i think faris is right in the city scenes at least it's going to be look also, some of the CGI. tattooing scenes you can you're right yeah screen. some of the yeah, yeah some of the like, tattooing scenes and it's just like i don't know i i, I find it hard to get excited for these shows i um i only s- <laughs> I only saw uh, Mandalorian season one, and I did enjoy that. 
but I didn't quite get the no, not this. <laughs> I didn't quite get the hype. I mean, it was good. It was, it, but I think it was good because of the, because um, it was like a cool new character that they did interesting things with. And yeah. Like, okay, what are they gonna do with Obi Wan now? Like, who, you kind like, of know nothing. Like, is there, 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 there's never gonna be a scene in this where he's in mortal danger. It's like, no, we've seen Obi Wan yeah. as a seventy year old. I know that Obi Wan yeah. is gonna be fine throughout this whole show. It's like, and he's not gonna be Darth Vader. <laughs> no, and no, he can't it, turn into a bad guy. And it's like an odd thing to kind of. Get, go back to the prequels, which is also does with the music yeah. and stuff. There's music from the prequels in it, and uh, you hear um, Darth Vader teaser, and it's confirmed that Hayden Christensen is going to be in the show as well. So it's I, kind of weird that okay. they do that. I, like, think, I, think, yeah, I think they're just trying to capitalize on the meme on that the prequel have become. Because uh, with the Mandalorian, as you say, because it was a new character, they could go to some really dark, more mature places than we've seen Star Wars go. They can't with Obi Wan, and really. I am happy about that because. I don't think the Star Wars should be dark and gritty. I, I think, think it should. I think, I think it's a universe that can be. It's a wide enough yeah, spectrum. You can, can have dark stories. I'm not saying that there. it can't. I'm, it can and it can be good like that. But why does everything have to become a fucking Netflix show? Okay, okay, right. So, so, so there is an overdependence. You? You're right. No on going anything. for the kind of ten-part series that needlessly involves sex, violence, and you know, exactly. some crying naked, bleed, bleeding woman, probably and, at some point. And but, a Kevin Spacey equivalent. Yeah, and a Kevin Spacey equivalent. I, I do see your point, but I do think Star Wars at this point is more, is more defensible here because we've seen them try Star Wars in every different type of form, medium, whatever. So at least now we're finally seeing some maturity brought to that world, and all the fans are adults now. So that also makes sense. And I did like it in the Mandalorian, honestly. Yeah, I thought it, it worked well. I mean, it could be a good kind of. Um, it could be a, a good redemption story for Ewan McGregor because I mean he was one of the best parts of the prequel trilogies, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. So if it's he can fun. do it's this, fine. He doesn't need a redemption. Yeah, but like if he can like do a good Star Wars thing, then like. Yeah. All the power to him. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. I mean, it might, it might put I have, some more respect on the prequel's name. I do just want to ask one question, because I know you guys are really into Star Wars. Honestly, like, I'm not a big Star Wars guy. I can't really remember the movies all that well. So I have two questions for you. One relies on the other question. First question. In the original Star Wars film, doesn't Obi-Wan know Luke? They know each other, right? He's like... So, uh, like in the in the in the Phantom yeah. Menace, like in the first one. No, no, no. Luke Skywalker in a the New in, Hope. In, the, yeah. in a New Hope. In the, yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Like in the in, in the, the original in the, in the fourth. In, in the, he's, yeah. he's, he's, yeah. called, he's called yeah. Ben. He calls himself Ben Kenobi. Right. Like so. Yeah. Like then my second question is: so he does know him in that movie. I think so. when he I first meets, he just thinks that he's just like a family friend or something. And Weird old dude who lives yeah, in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then why the fuck in this trailer is Obi Wan Kenobi totally stalking Luke? Yeah. Maybe maybe the implications that he 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 protected him from the, a distance. You know that he was like around his life but not directly involved. Not. And, and that he's also kind of hiding, works right? within That's that good. story plot because he is because he is meant to be on that world protecting him. But he's also mm. in hiding because the hunting Jedi's. Yeah, the, the, the but that explains why he's on the same world when he finds out and Padme, yeah. Padme is pregnant, and yeah. they go and like deliver the kids, and he's like, "I'll look after." The kids. I didn't, I didn't. That's a good. I didn't realize that's Luke, but that makes sense. There's a little kid in the trailer for those who haven't seen it. That's really obvious. Yeah, bro. He's even doing the little thing, like he's gonna be right now. Oh. This is pod racing. No, but that's Anakin. 
Yeah, oh, it's clearly a re- it's clearly a reference because he's okay. yeah. yeah. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. No, I just didn't. It's like I saw A and B, but I didn't connect them. Yeah, yeah. All right, but yeah, that, that's. I don't think there's anything else to add there. I mean, new Star Wars show. Oh, it'll probably wonderful. be fine. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I don't have Disney Plus. Um, it's gonna come out May twenty fifth. Okay. Why could you say good? that word? I, I didn't. Tomorrow. I just said those words. Job, okay. Oh, for fuck's sake, really? They're making it May 25th. This is like the obvious and most easy point where they could just make it May, May the 4th, 4th. For yeah. God's sake. Yeah, but the CGI won't be done. But I think bro. May yeah. the 4th is a Monday. <laughs> if, this, if, <laughs> if, if this is the CGI in the trailer, which is not horrible, but it's like, no, like you know, it's not perfect. Imagine, imagine all the stuff they still have left to do and it's only two months. Like... Mm. Right, our next piece of news, yes. please, Faris. Um, Boom! There was a state of play, John. We talked a lot about state of plays. And how we it is the right state last week. of play. So from the episode that they would have heard last week, we would have said, like, oh, it was just yesterday. The one that you would have heard last week wasn't interesting. It was just, well, I mean, it might be interesting to you, but it was just about Japanese uh, studios. So it was just, no, it wasn't anything huge. The biggest thing was probably Returnal DLC. And a Turtles collection. And a, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja. Returnal DLC was That was probably the biggest thing. thing. The, other, yeah. like, the, only, the only other big, well, what was that? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga collection, which is a little what, platformer. What, what? throwback to the uh, 90s uh, it no, wasn't a big no, event but that is I mean no it wasn't a big event but that is fucking cool because those games rock and um, it's like a lot of the old games from like SNES Game Boy uh, that kind of era that I played a lot as a child and they're coming back in one collection I'm excited that being said not a great show no <laughs> it was largely quite underwhelming you know what's weird but then they just said like let's do yeah. another state of play this week but Faris carry yes. on uh, you can finish that thought. Well, my thought was just, it's quite, biz- well, not yeah. bizarre, but you would think that if they were going to move to this state of play format permanently, they would want to have these planned, scheduled, organized, so that they stagger them a certain amount and people have something to look forward to and they can grow a community around the state of plays. Yeah. But this kind of randomness of they'll only tell you a day before, it might be shit, it might be good, the kind of shock value of, oh my God, there's a state of play, is going to run thin really low and no one will tune in. If it's two days before, guys, state of play and then inevitably it's rubbish this week they've said again guys state of play this week may be more exciting but only if you like yeah. Hog- Hog- yeah. Hogwarts Legacy it's going to be focused on Hogwarts Legacy we yeah. didn't say that before um, it, it, it is a weird way of presenting because they didn't give a lot of information before the first one they just said it's going to focus on Japanese publishers but have other stuff and there was other stuff but not so big like, other stuff. They won't be able to believe it will be huge other And stuff. if that's the thing, I think it's a stupid strategy because the backlash for this was huge because because they kept such a tight little mystery around it. Yeah. There were all kinds of rumors and people chiming in, leakers being like, oh, there might be Bloodborne in this. Yeah. And then it was nothing. It was like, I mean, not nothing. Those are cool-looking games. They are very small, weird Japanese games. And I am always of the mind that these games deserve this platform but if you it, they were set up to fail that's what yes that's we had a problem. really good conversation about yeah. this I think on the night that it launched because I, I was covering this and we, you're exactly right yeah. if you if people think that they're expecting something big and they get shown indie dev games uh, sorry indie games from Japan they're going to think oh what's this yeah. this rubbish uh, downvote 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 because downboat. There's, a, yeah. there's a new game in the Valkyria series which is a fantastic series of games Valkyria, Valkyria Chronicles yeah um even though this one looks terrible. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, Whereas if they had said... And, yeah, it's like, 
if that said, there's not going to be anything from uh, unannounced first-party Sony games. No. Something like that. Uh, yeah. There's not going to be God of War or whatever. Like, just set the set the expectations low because yes, they get a lot of people excited beforehand. All those people were pissed off afterwards. Yeah. And 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 uh, it's not and just, just them. They, they start the to think of these games as rubbish. But as you say, like, well, you've just you passed on there. I'm sure there are people that would genuinely would be excited to see Trek to Yomi. That was an interesting Trek to Yomi one. But they set them great. up to be disappointed. And yeah. it's like it completely yeah. got lost in this in this nonsense because it's like that game looked great. Uh, there's this. There's about uh, th- four th- Square Enix strategy games yeah, in there. Yeah, I, I mean, whatever. They showed a bit of Forspoken, which looks... I'm still not quite sure what to think of that. They showed more of Stranger of Paradise, which looks incredible. I need to play that game. It's a weird Final Fantasy action game that looks like it was written by a, a 14-year-old... Uh, oh, oh unlike normal Final Fantasy games, <laughs> which, of course, have a kind of emotional depth and maturity to them. No, they, they, they feel like they're written by 12-year-olds. Oh, okay, this but is, this is 14-year-old. This, okay, this, okay. this is an edgy emo guy who listens to Linkin Park. You see how Faris is sussed? He's, he's sussed out the Final Fantasy. <laughs> I, I know my Definitely Final Fantasies. <laughs> and and they showed this game called uh, Axel Primal, which is oh be, that looked ridiculous. I love ridiculous games. It's <laughs> Evan, you need to see this. It was like the year is twenty forty four. Dinosaurs are yeah. everywhere. It's <laughs> like dinosaurs coming out of black holes, and then there's like it's like a co op PVE shooter where you fight them in exosuits. Yeah, look at this. Literally, T <laughs> Rexes are being rained on an American city. It's it's gonna be brilliant. But everyone hates this game now because yeah, of Sony. Yeah, everyone hates it. Because it it's because it's the first one. And everyone's like, oh my god, is this going to be a is new Dino Crisis? Game? Yeah. No. Oh my god, it's Last of Us Remastered. And, and no, it's not. It's and, this and, and it looks It looks fun. It looks stupid fun. It's like It looks like stupid fun, right? It know, looks like, don't yeah. charge me more than a tenner. Put it on the arcade. I think it's free to play. Even it free to play. Exoprimal. Exoprimal. Okay. Oh, I can I can have a I beer. Know, I, I can spend this. a couple of hours you know with a beer and a mate. One night, though. you can have yeah. a laugh. Okay, I'm actually going to have a bit more of a nuanced um, take on this. It's just going to be you're going to find this funny. No, this is actually clearly inspired by a TV show from the late uh, t- 2000s. No, it's called um, Prime Evil. Oh yeah. And it I was that, the but, uh, show evil is in where dinosaurs yeah. were coming out of portals and terrorizing cities, and it was it was a crazy fucking show, um, very bad, um, and really weird that you would take inspiration <coughs> from this particular show and think that that's a good idea. But if you're looking for some like classic two thousands bad television, check out this show. It's a blast. Okay. A good recommendation there. Because they're trying to be really gritty, but it's just such a stupid idea that it just does not work, but it's very entertaining. (laughs) This was the one genuinely really good and interesting game. Oh, for sure, yeah. It just, they showed this before one of the shows. But it was was sandwiched Uh, between nonsense. Yeah, Trek to your... So no one's going to put any respect on its name? I think this is actually just showed well enough that people are like, yeah, this is cool. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) uh, and to the listeners, this is a um, very cinematic black and white samurai game which looks quite um, yeah. thoughtful and interesting um, yeah, and it uh, has a really the... interesting trailer. Yeah. Sorry, what was the name for our listeners? Uh, Trek to Yomi. It looks very very cool. Um, Trek to Yomi Y-O-M-I. And the thing is these games uh, work so well like this might have been in like an E3 presentation, something like this. I don't know they do. I, I know they don't do an E3 anymore but it's like you have a big show, you have a lot of trailers. 
let's say you have your Last of Us. Uh, no, that would be a last thing. Let's say you have your Forspoken, you have your Horizon, you have your Bloodborne, and then you have something like this that's almost like a, a, a chaser. A, cal- a, 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 yeah, a palate cleanser. cleanser. Yeah, exactly, Perfect. exactly. And people will remember that. Yeah, you can slip this can into a triple A show and it works yeah. a game like this. Can the you, others didn't. Can you imagine you get like a gameplay presentation for God of War and it's like Horizon DLC. Bloodborne's coming and then Exo Primal but what the fuck how did you get it yeah, yeah. that would be more fun than be like oh yeah Bloodborne's coming Bloodborne's yeah. coming and then it's a stupid game or of at dinosaurs that, or at that bit during the Exo City where you know they're going to bring their big guns they go and now and the people in the audience get hyped <laughs> what you've been waiting <laughs> for <laughs> yeah the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Collection Cowabunga yeah and that's the problem with this and you were saying that they do this to generate hype before to get people to... Yeah, I think they want people to believe that there's going to be bigger news than there is. If, th- if that's the case, then I think it's a terrible strategy because this one has... It's a terrible long-term strategy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm a long-term thinker. Um, because this had such a backlash that yeah. I think... The thing is, I think people will tune in, but then it's also uh, people complaining in gaming. They'll cry about one thing... And and then yeah. now now they uh, announced Hogwarts again that a lot of people are interested in or excited in. The same people are probably gonna tune into that again, so it might work out for them. Yeah, which is annoying, and and I'm not gonna. I don't want to support it because I I I cry for these games. Like you it's know such a what shame. though, I would say about the Hogwarts one. At least with that one, they haven't set it up as like like as. And we'll be honest with you now. See, it'd be great if you could watch the things or read our articles on them. But if you're listening and you're not interested in Harry Potter, there's nothing in this state of play for you. Don't don't tune yeah, in. It's only going to be on like Wednesday night, hoping for something yeah. amazing. It's going to be an interview with the devs of Hogwarts. Yeah, and it. extended gameplay. And so it's going to be like gameplay. 20 minutes. There's not going to be Bloodborne remaster. If I if I see yeah. one leak, I will. If I, yeah, I'm going to be annoyed. If yeah, I see I will, GTA, going to be a state of play. Yeah, I will. Kill, <laughs> I, will I will punch someone. Like, Last of Us Two remastered. Confirmed. Like, yeah. sure, there was there was this like supposed bloodborne leak, and I was like, oh yeah, it was it was it was so annoying because <sighs> I I reported on on an actual leaker, an actual insider into FromSoft who said there is no such thing in development. Yeah, and it's someone you can actually trust when and they it, talk. It, it was like it's, it was like the most obvious kind of someone who's done on Photoshop. Bloodborne two remastered. They made a PNG and then yeah. they just stamped it on top of screenshots of the first yeah. game. Made, and made it look what, a bit what, blurry. What, what? And turn yeah, up the okay. sharpness. Like, yeah. Is this from a PS5? Yeah, try and make it like someone's taking a picture of the screen with the high con. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. like, of course it's not going to be there. Like, yeah. I I also expected maybe something of that caliber. Yeah. Or at least like Show Me God of War trailer or something. There was just, just in quotation marks, this was a bit weird. This I am excited weird. though, before we do move on to the next bit of news, you mentioned there the state of play that's coming this. Thursday, not Wednesday. Thursday. Uh, 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 10 p.m. Central European time, 9 p.m. UK. So 2 p.m. Eastern time. Just fuck the Americans. 3 p.m. Eastern time. 3 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. They Pacific think that they time. rule the world. But what we they need to tell them is that the Brits did that first. That, that, that'll show the White House. Anyway, next section. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, okay, no, but my point on this was I well, I mean we've spoken about this before actually, so I won't spend long on this at all, but I am excited. I'm gonna tune in. I th- I'm excited for I will, Legacy. I will, I will I will I will be playing Elbring. Um Oh no, I'll actually be watching football. But uh yes. Do you wanna introduce this one? 
We get the bongs. Bong! Ah! E3 will be held online this year and potentially for future years. I think E3 is done, mate. E3 is done. E3 is so done. This is the last cry of help. What? 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 The thing is, when when uh, the E3 uh, E3 is held by the ESA, which is basically like a like how you could pair it like uh, uh, okay. um, fucking describe it. It's it's like a conglomerate of yeah, developers yeah. and stuff. Here's the deal. I was talking, Evan. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I think you waited quite patiently there. But, but that wasn't done. Oh, okay. I, I just explained what the ESA was. The <laughs> point was, as soon as publishers realize that they can actually also live stream stuff and they will garner the same attention, they were dead. Like, no one gives a shit anymore about E3. Yeah. What was your point? I, I, was, I was going to say that why the fuck would this, these big publishers pay millions of dollars to rent giant so auditoriums? Money. Where actually everyone's just going to be watching it online as well because yeah. far more people can just watch an online video than yeah. than pay hundreds of tickets for a ticket of, in yeah, LA exactly. or Atlanta. Yeah, exactly I, I do think thing. though it's a shame because we'll never again probably get those get shows where it's like hours in a row or like one two or three day period of time and you get no. all this news like in a way that's a shame because it was like oh my god what do we talk about first it's you know what it'll be good shows. for though what it'll be good for is for people like us yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. we're not gonna have some ridiculous fucking week yeah how yeah some schedule just in, yeah, uh, yeah oh i get i mean I, I guess you've been living elsewhere for a while but like in australia when the because in Europe the 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 Sony E3 press conference was always notorious because it would start at like two or three a.m. and only for the us, real hardcore gamers like me would stay up and watch that nonsense. For us, it was generally like the mornings, so like you would like get up at like seven a.m. or something. It's just it you can't get at least it's Thursday in the morning. You might have had a beer. You might be like excited if it's like seven before school. No, I mean what like we would do is we would like avoid the internet for the entire oh, day, okay. and then like we'd all like come home and like crack open some fucking. We were at high school at the time, so like you know, some, some beers, some, some coke, some, some creaming soda with tons of sherbet just poured into it. Nice, Ooh, some lovely. cream soda oh, and, and sherbet, oh, um, and just you know, the sit there with a fucking sugar high. Do you want to give me another beer, by the way? I would love another yeah, beer. Sure. Thank you. Okay, right. What was I saying? Sugar high. Sugar high, baby. <laughs> Okay, 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 right. So going forward, let's say we're in a post-COVID <laughs> world keep that completely yeah. by 2023. <laughs> there's no COVID, there's no masks, you fly where you want, you don't need a test, you don't need to show anything, you just walk into a restaurant without a mask on, I sit think, down and okay, eat. First thing we're is, in this world. What's the future? Are conventions back to normal? First thing, I don't think that's ever going to be a world. But imagine hypothetically it was. Um, no. Okay, no, it's not going to happen. I think because... But hypothetically... But hypothetically... <laughs> No. Hypothetically, I can see one thing continuing. I cannot see the the E3 style of press conference continuing, right? You're not going to have this big event, which are just there for the press to come and try out the new games and attend the press conferences and interview the developers and stuff. You're not going to have those big things because why? We have the internet. There's no point in this anymore. Um, what we are going to have, though, I think, is there is a craving, there is a thing that people want, which is conventions. Things like Comic-Con, where it's for the fans, it's not for the press. Or you have great yeah. examples in the, in the American video game world, GDC or PAX, for example. PAX. PAX being um, more like a Rooster fan. Teeth do one as well. Yeah. 
Uh, GDC is brilliant for developers, for example. Uh, PAX for the fans. What does EA give people? I mean, they they the last two years they um, they let people in and it was weird, and it didn't really work as they wanted, I think. And I think they they really uh, spilled a lot of bad blood in the last few years. There were multiple like data leaks where. Uh, 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 once the, the the list of every journalist accredited for for E three got leaked, like every journalist, every video game journalist basically got doxxed because of E three, and and things like this, and it's super expensive. Yeah, uh, it's 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 a shitty company that everyone really hates. No one's no one no, no one's gonna go to. So so I mean, with or without COVID, do you both think conventions are effectively dead? Conventions, I don't know. These I, kinds of conventions are dead. I think I think E3 okay. style. It's it's just press. It's just publishers. Um, I don't think I don't think that can. So you can only imagine it being sold as a consumer event, where the consumer spends hundreds and gets to try things, like a, almost like a theme park. Yeah, because something like E3 came out uh, um, in the nineties, uh, I think, because you needed journalists to give you the info. Yeah. Now you don't really need that anymore because the publishers have a direct line to you, the internet. So you don't really need it for that anymore, unless, I mean, the cool thing about it is it's it's like you said it's it's like a condensed package, and it's like, oh, in this one week you find out everything about GTA, everything about Exo Primal, and it's it's exciting, and and I think you can you can. Please, can I get Exo Primal for Christmas, Dad? <laughs> we have Exo Primal though, <laughs> and, um, and that's cool. And I think I think I think who's who's sitting in his nice cushy. So far, right now, laughing is Jeff Keighley, the man, the myth, the legend. Oh yeah, because he did extremely well with his summer games thing. Do you remember yes. he had the first extended trailer for Elden Ring? Oh yeah, yeah. He had so many publishers on board for his show that he and his people yeah. organized. He he does the game awards. I think he could effectively kill the E3. Like, there's no way. Um, too many publishers would rather go to, with exclusive stuff to them than to him, especially if E3 does an yeah. online show. They have no more actual advantage of that brand anymore. And it's becoming so cheap in-house to be able to produce a decent enough show like State of Play yeah. yourself. And then, honestly, like so many of the... I mean, obviously our listeners wouldn't have had access to it because they're not the press, but without saying things that are confidential and we can't share, but the press portal for E3 2021 was awful. fucking awful. It was terrible. There was not nothing of any use on there. No one replied. You couldn't get any interviews. We got zero interviews. Yeah. It was ridiculous. There was no point in us even being signed up for it because we didn't. It's not like we got the presentations before everybody else. There was no point. So effectively, we as a as a as a publishing house are going. Well, is there even any point in us being any free this year? We other than just covering yeah. the press conferences, not really. Not really. So and why is there any reason for the fans to attend? Because they can just watch the press conferences, and those press conferences can be released individually by the individual companies without the need for giant amounts of money being yeah. sent to the electronic. Just to package them all together, or, or yeah. you have someone like Jeff Keighley stepping in and kind of. Building a, a a better platform. Yeah, and I mean and the thing about Jeff just in Keighley terms of vibes, though, is that like Jeff Jeff Keighley's Game Awards 
started, I can't remember the first year, it was like 2012, 2013, something like that. It was right. almost 10 years ago now. And when it started off, it was not a good show, no. but he's really built this up and now it is a good show and he's and he knows what he's doing now and he ha it's really strange to see this man who has no charisma at all manage to host a show very effectively and like why would we why would we watch an e-free Microsoft conference? Why not just Microsoft release a conference? They've got enough or they've got enough that they can give people themselves that you'll get millions tuning in for a conference. As you know, I can understand it with a smaller you know, if there's maybe they, like an indie dev studio, yeah. I kind of sound sure. them doing it, but as you they're, say... They're, they, they do have cool opportunities for something like E3, because they had the PC gaming show, for example, <laughs> or they had, they had indie showcases and things like that. that. That is true. But you can also get that from Jeff. Yeah, exactly. so we're saying or, these or things. Valve could start doing something. Similar. These things are effectively dead, yeah, and what we're going to see instead is more, I think but more smaller individual showcases. Yeah. Okay, or, and I mean, if say say someone like or Microsoft, consumer-oriented yeah. conventions, yeah. But I mean, also say a publisher like Microsoft would like to have a big show. They could still do the big arena show. They just need to book an arena for a night, which would be a lot cheaper than booking out an entire fucking exposition hall yeah yeah for a week for a week yeah, yeah. they could do a two-hour show yeah which would require setup and you know they'd probably have to rent it for a couple of days but you yeah. know you got to also think that they're also renting the space not just for that week but for all of the setup time and all of the yeah it takes deconstruction lots time. and lots of time it's to extremely expensive together, yeah no i think you're absolutely right i think it's covered maybe because people were forced to make those decisions it may be hastened its death but yeah I don't think there's much of a space for those things EA is not doing E3 anymore PlayStation hasn't really done E3 for a couple of years now it's only Xbox that people are watching for Nintendo has also never done it not not done it since like six or seven years at this point so what's the point yeah it's basically just waiting for Xbox to pull out for Xbox and Ubisoft I mean come on and Ubisoft is big enough to do their own now as well I do want the dancing bears though. As long as long as they do as as long as there's a platform for Ubisoft to keep doing the stupid Oh I love just dance thing. I'm sorry. I love the Ubisoft conference. That's that's the highlight of the gaming year is the Ubisoft press conference. No, it's I love stupid things. What just based on the back of dance? Bro, it's so funny. It's so funny. Every year it gets me. There's always the, the you always think okay this year I'm sick of the just dance they always do there's always a dancing animal there's always a, a weird parade of things it gets me every year every year I'm like yeah that was fun it just puts a smile on your face yeah like that ready was... to hear about Assassin's Creed 23 <laughs> it's like how that new Final <laughs> Fantasy game makes me feel it's like this is so stupid you have to love it this is my this is how I, I feel. like that's stupid what was that game that looked like kind of kids GTA that we saw at the Game Awards. Do you remember? Oh, it looked no. like kind of new hit and run. It's like no. GTA for kids. Go on our article for it. We'll talk about it when we remember it. It's cool. What, like... what happens if I Google GTA for kids? It's one that's just an example of something so stupid it's good. No, I, I'm not going to find this now. Should we... Uh... Yeah, we need to just stop now. Yeah, if I find yeah. it, I'm going to find I'm, it. We've, all three of us are fucking Googling like mad. So let's no, just I'm, stop. I'm, 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 I'm chatting to my girlfriend. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to find it though. I'm going to find it and I'm going to show you. I'm going to send it to you both in the group. Okay, anything you want to say goodbye? This is going to be such an awful edit for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to...
fade in and out, show bits of this. Okay, I want to give a shout out to a couple of things. Okay, right. shout out to my peeps. You guys gotta hate me for this. First things first. Five minutes. First things first. New Missy Higgins album was out last week. Check it out. Very good. Second thing. I have almost finished Gilmore Girls. Oh, Whoa. how close! Final season. I'm I'm in the um in that like uh like the the reunion thing they did in 2016, and I'm up to the final episode of the reunion thing. Oh, you're basically done now. So I'm basically you've already done. finished before the reunion, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I finished Gilmore Girls, but now I've you know Gilmore Girls a day in the life. What year are you gonna replace life. it with then? What am I gonna replace it with? Yeah. Well, I've been really like, cause I love Shit's Creek, and my and my girlfriend doesn't like like she likes it, but she hasn't really got really into it. So I think that that's my next thing that I'm gonna be like, let's watch fucking Shit's Creek. Watch enough, on. you'll get into it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but also, I really wanted to see The Crown mainly because I really want to see the fourth season of The Crown, and I haven't seen it yet, and I can't really see it until she's seen the first three seasons. So your shout-out to our listeners is you've almost finished the Gilmore Girls, <laughs> uh, a, a show from the early 2000s, and now you want to persuade your girlfriend to watch Shit's Creek, also a non-relevant, non-recent show. You know, if you... if you if That's you, your shout-out. So, so, so you've got that, listeners. You can go home with that content. Let me just say, if you, if you took half this time and half of your, half of your flight simulator time, you could have gotten good at Elden Ring. Yeah, but would he be as? But the thing is, the thing is, Farris, maybe he would have done. But you know, what does it profit a man to be good at Elden Ring? Whereas now, oh, you get, Evan you, is rich in Gilmore Girl knowledge. Oh, you get you get the lightning, the lightning shine of the tree upon you. I think you made the better decision with Gilmore thank Girls you, and Shit's Creek. I think Creek. so too. I think so too. Have you seen Shit's Creek? Evan, I'm sorry. This fucking show is fantastic. I, I love this show. It is a fantastic show. I just want more people to talk about Elden Ring with. We've um, talked about Elden Ring so much in this podcast, we have Mario. not talked about Gilmore Girls in this I will, podcast. I will, I will play it, and then my friend introduces Dark Souls, he's also leading on me to play it. Even tonight, when I was on the toilet, and we said, he said, uh, text me. he texts me during tonight, yeah, I've definitely got some gaming, have you played Elden Ring yet? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah, bro, you it's gotta so get on fun- It's so fucking good. Best from soft game yet, by far. Yeah, Let I me agree. know when you're free for some gaming. I agree with your <laughs> friend. Anyway, this was the other game podcast. Uh, we got off some wild tangents. We talked all about a lot of TV and uh, Flight Simulator. Great game. Great game. Great game. It is a great game. And I, I am being completely honest. Yeah, no, I'm, no I, I know that you're not being facetious. The biggest world in any game that's ever been released. That's yeah, true. because it's, f- it's the fucking real world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think that that's technically true, though, because, I mean, like, the games like No Man's Sky or um, yeah, what's, it, what's the other one that's but, technically infinite, yeah. yeah. But, but I think uh, you have, Minecraft to, you have to discount games that... Uh, you surely have to discount games that are ge- um, generated. generated. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think even Minecraft has... Surely, them. you can't fairly include them. Yeah, I guess so. Well, you could technically say, I think I think No Man's Sky has technically a limit, which is a galaxy. So you could, if if you know how big a galaxy is. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty big. But it's far less detailed. And you no know, one's bringing you peanuts up from you, you know what? That's class. true, that's true. Do you remember Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2? Great games. <coughs> Super great games. Great. But not as good as Super Mario Sunshine. Or the wrong take. It's just the wrong opinion. No, it's, it's just true. It's no, a better game. No, it's a terrible opinion. Fantastic game. 
Okay, what happens to Super Mario Sunshine? In Super Mario Sunshine, you're Mario, Peach has been abducted, um, and you are on a, like, fancy island, like, tropical island with tropical humans around and weird creatures, um, and you have a water backpack, which you use kind of like a water pistol to, like, spray your enemies. It's not so much about, like, the jumping stuff, you have, like, a jetpack water thing, and you have to, like, you have to, like, spray <laughs> the water, and, uh, it's a great game, and, like, you have, like, you, you, quite you, have a, you have a water jetpack, and, but it runs out of water, so you've also got to stay close to water sources so that you can fill up your jetpack, and you basically use it. So it's like a reverse of the normal jetpack.